Welcome to the Inward Journey Home Podcast. I'm Danika, your host, and I created a space dedicated to all conversations, real, raw, and vulnerable. A space where we take a look at all the ways that we are in the way of our own happiness and joy, and even more exciting, all the ways in which we can remove these things. Join me in a journey focused on leaving the perfectionist aside and meeting that which is already within us. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode here at the Inward Journey Home podcast. I'm so excited. It's March the 2nd. It is a new month, new energy, and it's a great time to start a new habit. And I know one of the habits that I've talked about endlessly is journaling. So in today's episode, I really want to answer the following questions, which is what is journaling? Why you should be using journaling as your number one self-care practice, how to journal, how to stay consistent with journaling and the do's and the don'ts for journaling. So this whole episode is literally all about journaling. It is something that I was taking for granted as it relates to how I was communicating about it. I I remember when I first started journaling, it felt really (laughs) confusing, even though I knew that it was as simple as just writing on an empty page. But I think that the reason that we find ourselves in so much resistance to journaling It's because I think growing up, going to school, we were always given questions. We were always told exactly how to write. I still remember the pressure of the hamburger and the pressure of having a sentence start with a capital letter and not with an and or a but. So there's just, you know, so much actually happening when we come to our journal that we're really in resistance to even writing. There's these perfectionist habits that show up when we want to open our journal and write. And I'm just here to tell you, number one, that journaling is not like school. It's not graded. It's not to be looked at by anyone else. It's not to be read to anyone else. Unless this is what you desire to do, journaling is really this opportunity where you get to show up in your imperfections and, in fact, use those pages as a place to honor your imperfections and to meet your imperfections. And when I say imperfections, I'm just talking about being a plain old human, right? No one on this planet Earth is perfect. I remember my teacher, Ricky Jane, from the Institute of Intuitive Intelligence. We were looking at all of these different archetypes, and that's something I can talk about later. But one of the archetypes was the goddess. And she said, no one on Earth have I seen embody the goddess in its full nature and goddess is short for god we are not gods here in full embrace we are of god and we are god but we're not walking in the same light as we um, would interpret a god like walking on earth So I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but I just need to speak to your fear that is happening as you show up to journal and say, look, fear, I I don't need you to be perfect here. I don't need you to write in full sentences and I don't need you to know exactly what you're going to write. All right, fear, I'm speaking to your fear. Sorry, guys. So that's number one. That's what I would consider the don'ts for journaling. Don't approach a journaling as if it's an assignment. 
right? As if it needs to even look handwritten correctly. Some of my best journaling is when I write in massive text because I'm so angry. I can tell what mood I'm in that day based on how my penmanship is. And that's such a beautiful insight to checking in with yourself. And so let me kind of maneuver now into why journaling should be your number one self-care practice. So the reason that journaling is a number one self-care practice in my book is that I know that we're very much a current climate of humans that are bombarded with a lot. We have a lot of choice. We have a lot of freedom of expression as it relates to our social media platforms. We're everywhere and absolutely nowhere. And that's exactly what is happening internally. Our mind is everywhere and it feels like it's absolutely nowhere. We're constantly pumping out various thoughts from what we need to do, what we haven't done, and what we would actually like to be doing. And so what journaling does when we treat it without these set expectations of perfection is actually a place where we can just write everything down, where we can write down all the ways in which we have failed ourselves or all the ways in which we have met our expectations and all the ways in which we're just not really satisfied with where we are in life. So journaling can really be anything you need it to be. It is a self-care practice dedicated to you and honoring what you need in that moment, right? And so why self-care? Well, I would really define self-care as this understanding that you're tending, you're tending to your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual needs. And when we think about it that way, we can see that one of the things that we're doing in our journaling practice is we're starting to tend to those emotional, right? What are the emotions that are weighing heavy in your mind and your body? Can you put them down on paper? What are the spiritual needs that need to be addressed? Are you lacking in connection with your intuition? Are you wanting to connect more deeper to God or higher self? Whatever word you use for that, right? What are you feeling in your mental space? Are you needing to just dump? Are you needing to dump your to-do list into your journal just so that it gives you peace of mind, that it's on a paper and you don't have to constantly be ruminating or uh, in fear of forgetting your to-do list? So journaling is the number one self-care practice because it can meet all of your needs, all of the facets of what it means to be you, right? You're encompassing your spiritual, your mental, emotional, even physical, if you need to talk about how you're feeling in your body. And one of the most beautiful ways that I like to end my journaling practice is by reminding myself that I'm not alone in this process. Um, A statement that I like to write at the end, and you're welcome to use it, is I can of my own self do nothing. This always firms and closes the journaling experience for that day so well because it reminds me that while I am burdened with all of these things that I've put on my paper I remember that at the end of this I've put it down on a paper and now I can release it I can leave it to something much bigger than me to help me accomplish heal or resolve what's been written on my paper right 
And so that kind of leads me into the next question of how to journal. There is no specific way on how to journal that would make it right or wrong. Remember, we're leaving that expectation of perfectionism behind. But one of the things that I've found really, really beautiful is a practice created by Julia Cameron. She calls it morning pages. And if you follow me on Instagram, I've talked about this numerous times. And the reason I keep talking about it is because it's actually been one of the most powerful and most simple tools that I've implemented. And it's actually allowed me to journal for over six weeks now, consistently first thing in the morning. And so let's kind of get into it. So how to journal using the methodology developed by Julia Cameron, also known as the morning pages. It's really quite simple. You have your journal with you first thing in the morning. So even before I continue with that step, let me talk about the pre-step of having your journal with you first thing in the morning. Well, what that is saying to you or should be saying to you is have your journal next to you, next to your bed right? Leaving it there every single day. Keep your journal in the same place. If you need to move it because you want to journal in a different spot, be sure to return it back to the side of your bed whenever you're done journaling. Have a space for it, okay? And here's another even pre-step before that. Put your phone to charge somewhere farther away, right? So what's easier to access is your journal and not your phone, right? Because right now the habit is the phone and we need to start to stop consuming first thing in the morning, guys, because we're consuming before we're even creating, creating space for ourselves. And that is why we feel so everywhere and nowhere at the same time constantly being pulled in so many directions by all the suggestions on social media or wherever you're checking in. So before you start journaling first thing in the morning, make sure that you have your journal next to you and make sure that you have your phone charged, placed to charge somewhere else away from you so that you don't have easy access to it. And another little step that I like to do in the morning is I always like to have a big water bottle next to my bed before I go to sleep. So that in the morning when my mind wants to take me away from journaling because it wants to avoid its thoughts and say, I'm thirsty to try to distract you to go into the kitchen and have a conversation with your significant other or get busy cleaning, keep the water bottle next to your journal. So water bottle and journal are next to your bed first thing in the morning. Your phone is slightly away. Now, let's actually get into journaling. Can you believe how many steps you've had to honor your commitment to journaling with? That's massive. And I think that's one of the, the, the things we don't talk a lot about is how can I hold myself accountable to whatever it is I would desire to do? And in this case, it's journaling. And how are you holding yourself accountable? Well, you're creating an environment to make it easy for you to show up to your pages. All right, guys, I'm ready to talk about how to journal. <laughs> Sorry, that those are really important pieces that I think are going to help you stay consistent in your journaling efforts. So now that you're set up, your environment is ready to serve you, you have your journal. And this practice that as I was sharing by Julia Cameron, the morning pages, is you take out your journal 
and you are going to not set a timer. Remember, your phone is not near you. You're just, you're just going to write for three whole pages, three whole pages. And this writing can be anything. It can be about your to-do list. It can be about an argument. It can be about something great that happened to you, something that you're looking forward to in the future, something that you would like to create in the future, something that you're feeling in that moment. How did you wake up that day? Really, it's endless. It's absolutely endless. But what's going to happen as you continue to show up to your journal first thing in the morning is you're going to start to create a like floodgates are going to open and more and more is going to show up for you because your mind is going to stop fighting you against the journaling practice. This perfectionism is going to dissipate. You're going to make grammatical errors. You're going to make spelling errors. You're going to make punctual errors. Like that is journaling and you're going, your penmanship some days is going to look like crap. And that's exactly when you know you're doing it right. You're no longer focused on the product, but you're more focused on the experience of putting thoughts, emotions, feelings onto paper. And outside of that, you start to find clarity in what you're experiencing. This is where I say that intuition shows up in action. Intuition shows up in action when you're journaling because at the beginning of your first pages, you're really journaling from the mind. You're writing everything that's coming up for you and you're really dissecting the experience, you're dissecting the the goals, the 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 downfalls of your life. And then for some reason as you keep journaling, more comes out that you couldn't even have anticipated writing about. Now it's not coming from the mind, it's coming from the heart. And that is where I believe intuition resides, is in the heart. And that's where, where you start to communicate with that bigger knowing that's holding you and everything, right? It's almost like this guiding force saying to you, look, this is where you were at the beginning of this journaling experience around this, you know, moment or this experience that you're reflecting on. And here's where I want you to be at the end of this. It's almost like journaling is a little mini coaching session with higher power, with God, whatever you want to call it, with your higher self. That's why I believe Julia Cameron pushes us to go to three whole pages because the first page and a half, first two pages, or even the first two and a half pages are all the mind. It's when we start to release the reins the mind has, that intuition starts to show up naturally and organically. So I, I really hope that I sold you on journaling. And here are some next steps to get you started on your consistent journaling journey. Find a journal that you want to write in every single day. I found that I had this journal with like plants and um animals on it it was very like abstract so it wasn't like plants that you could see but more so this abstract journal that I really just visually I liked it I felt connected to it 
And I, I wonder if that also helped me stay consistent. So finding a journal that allows you to want to show up and open it and write in it is going to be a really important piece to staying consistent. And then deeper to that is having the environment set up the night before, having your journal and your big glass or bottle of water next to your bed, keeping your phone in another room, or at least having it away from you. So an outlet that's farther away from the one next to your bed. Another practice that I would say journaling is really powerful to implement to stay consistent is to not check your phone in the middle of the journaling experience. Not distract yourself with talking to your partner about what you're realizing or what you're going through in your journaling experience. I find that sometimes our mind wants to pull us away from the journal because it doesn't want us to meet and commune with our intuition. Because there's this deep fear for the ego that if you become aware of who and what you are, that it's going to disappear and it does not want to die. The ego wants to stay there and it thinks it's protecting you from intuition. But really, we know better, right? And unfortunately, we're going to have to teach the ego that right now you're in charge. And that means making sure you set up the right environment for you to stay in charge when the ego or the mind wants to pull you away. So I really do hope that today's podcast, which was all focused on journaling, gave you an opportunity to reflect on how you might have been approaching journaling and how you can start to approach it today. I hope you feel really well equipped to create an environment to journal consistently And I really just can't wait to hear what journaling does for you. As always, send me messages, either direct message on Facebook or Instagram. Share what comes up for you as you set up these new environments to journal. Let me know when you get a full week in. I want to celebrate with you because that's a massive win. And let me know even when you have three days in because that's a massive win. Or even one, because that is a massive win as well. All right, guys, I want to also just share that I do have a private Facebook group community that I would love to invite you to because I'm really starting to feel this crave to start to share more content to a smaller community. So if you want to be a part of this smaller community, go ahead and go to the show notes in this podcast episode so that you can join our private Facebook group. As soon as you request to join, me or my admin team will approve you right away so that you can start to get in on those weekly live trainings and anything that really kind of comes up for you guys. I want to start going live and answering your questions as soon as possible. As always, this has been an absolute blessing and I feel really grateful to be in your ears and you invite me into your orbit and your life. It is something that I don't take for granted and as always, I love you, I see you, and I am so with you. Until next episode, bye.